going on, boys and girls? We have a terrific episode of Two White Lights for you today. I had on the program, I think in his fourth appearance on Two White Lights, two-time world champion, four-time national champion, Russ Orhe, and we had a fantastic conversation. Uh, always a good time when Russ is on the show. Um, and it's even more fantastic because we were in person and we have some new and improved equipment I think it sounds pretty good. I actually don't even know how it's going to sound until this episode airs, and I'm excited to hear it. But from the sounds of it, it sounds good, and it's always better when you get an in-person interview. Uh, be on the lookout for more in-person interviews, and it's easier to talk to people, and that's what happened. Like, it's uh, it's an interview, of course, but it's more of a conversation, and we kind of just riff and able to talk about a lot of things. We talk about... What's next for Russ Orhe? Because we start off, of course, with the competition itself leading up to it. But what's next? Because there, we're in a bit of limbo. If you're a USAPL, IPF lifter, you are in limbo on what you're going to do next. We talk about Powerlifting America, why he is probably going to take that route. That he gives a pretty definitive answer that it looks like he is going to go the Powerlifting America route. We have a pretty good back and forth on that. We have just a really good conversation also about other lifters and, you know, kind of showing up and doing what you're supposed to be doing on meet day and performing on the platform. And numbers don't really mean anything until it's hit on the platform. And there's a whole lot of other great conversations. Oh, and we talked about the suit as well. Uh, came to weigh in on a suit. Actually, I think I opened up the interview with that. So really great conversation with Russ. Always a great time. I am very thankful that I got to go to Corrupted Strength to interview him. But before we get into this episode, got to talk to you guys about Leflar Bros. Ladies and gentlemen, go to leftlarbros.com and get yourself some merch. They have the best merch in powerlifting, and I just got my gray joggers, a tank top, a dad hat, and legit, my girlfriend told me to take it off because I look too damn good in it, and she couldn't concentrate. I am not joking. That could be you, and also it could be anyone else who wants to look good in the gym, outside the gym, on the platform as well. Left Floor Bros has got you covered everywhere you go. Use promo code 2WL15. To get that promo code. Also, they have a glow in the dark shirt. Like all the times you lift in the dark, you need this shirt. It looks amazing. I got a lot of compliments. I just went back to Surge, and that shirt looks just fantastic. The tie dye color is just beautiful. And again, use promo code two WL fifteen to save yourself some money on all Leftlar Bros merchandise. The best promo code in powerlifting two WL fifteen. Also sold on Leftlar Bros mer- is. Two White Lights merchandise. We have a lot of designs. Leflar Bros designs those as well. You can get all of it exclusively on leflarbros.com. Also, if you go to twowhitelights.com, it'll just link you right up to Leflar Bros. So, a lot more designs. We got the Twitching Out tees that are dropped. People seem to really like those. We have our classic tee, the Fight Night tee, the Off the Top Rope tee. We also have some dad hats and banners as well. Use the same promo code 2WL15 to save yourself some money. So here's what we're going to do. Fill your cart with Leflar Bros merchandise and 2 White Lights merchandise and use that co- code 2WL15 to save yourself some money. Also, go to lift.net and get yourself some stoic gear. I wear stoic gear in the gym and on the platform because it is the best. It is quality. I love the singlet. I especially love the knee sleeves and I love the wrist wraps. And also, it's affordable. You're not paying only for a logo. You are paying for quality when you get stoic. So use promo code Angelo10 to make these amazing products even more affordable. Use promo code Angelo10. Also go to notoriouslift.com. Follow them on Instagram. 
Make sure you sign up for the newsletter and get yourself some no slip grip notorious lift slippers. They are the best at lift slippers on the market right now in powerlifting. They don't only help with your performance, but they help you look damn good deadlifting. You don't want to miss out on the drop because one of these drops is going to match your gym attire, your platform attire, any one of those, and you want to look good while you're deadlifting. If you look good, you feel good. If you feel good, you play good. Deion Sanders said it, so it has to be true. Use promo code ANG15, A-N-G-15, to get yourself some notorious lift slippers at a discounted price. They have drops coming all over the place. They keep on releasing awesome collabs, too. They are a fantastic, fantastic company. New colorways, new designs. Trust me, you are going to want to get some Notorious Lift slippers. Use promo code ANG15. Also, make sure you subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Leave a five-star rating, leave a review as well. We address some of the problems in the reviews. We got some new equipment. Big shout-out also to people who donated and also Leflar Bros. Leflar Bros is huge in getting us this equipment, and I cannot be more thankful um, so big shout out could not be possible without the people leaving reviews. Keep on doing it. Keep on following us on Spotify. Cause that's what helps us get this kind of stuff. Also subscribing on two white also helps us as well. So help support two white lights. Make sure you're on our website. Make sure you listen there. Awesome website. We have more plans going for the website soon. And without further ado, here it is two white lights. And as promise, I got with me again. He's becoming a two white lights regular, four time national champion, and now two time world champion. It is an in person interview at his very gym, Corrupted Strength, Russ Orhe. How are you, man? What's up, man? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. How you feeling? I mean, we're kind of we briefly talked about it, but it's like I feel kind of lost. Like <laughs> after anytime I compete, um, I think there's only been one meet where I competed, and I was like, okay. I know exactly what I want to do going forward, um, but this particular one, like, I'm just kind of, like, lost, you know? Kind of, like, trying to find that groove of training again. Yeah. Well, I think that that meet, obviously, it's Worlds. You know, there's a lot riding on it. You know, I think uh, – but I also think you made a massive statement. Also, I got to ask, you wore a suit to, the, to your <laughs> weigh-ins and before the meet. Yeah. So what made you want to do that? Because I'm going to get my – I'm going to give you my thoughts on it. Okay. But it was – it was something that stuck out. I'm like, God damn, he really did that. Yeah, okay. This is, to me, it's not that complicated. Like, <laughs> I don't know. It's not It's not that, because I've seen a lot of people give their feedback on it. Uh-huh. Um, I saw one in particular that was pretty disparaging, but it's all good. Um, <laughs> Wait, what, what was that? It was, they shitted on me. There was, like, this one guy that shitted on me. It got a shit ton of upvotes. I forgot exactly what post it was, but it was, like, some meme page where they're, like, all the other lifters are going to start wearing suits at their memes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and this one guy was like, did he really do this? This is fucking stupid. And I, was like, <laughs> I was like, damn. And it's like he's trying so hard to be like Conor McGregor and like, I don't know. That one doesn't make any sense. I but don't yeah, know. Like you're you're so not Conor McGregor. Yeah. You're almost a polar opposite. Yeah. Like night and day difference yeah, of yeah, Conor yeah, McGregor. Yeah, you're, yeah so they're, they're – You're not a drunken, crazy exactly. Irish asshole. Yeah. That's, that's, so, that's not, so not you. Yeah, and they were saying, like, I'm trying too hard and I don't like, care too much about powerlifting. I'm like, damn, okay, so um, – Oh, but, man. Yeah, okay. Just, yeah, that, that, that comment alone pisses me yeah, off. Yeah, it pissed me off too. But just going back to it, where I got it from is just, like, athletes. Like, yeah. Um, football players. Um, I'm not sure how they do it in baseball, but um, whenever they pull up to – the game they're wearing a suit mm-hmm. you know uh, for the most part some of them wear suits some of them wear stuff that they would like to wear um but it's just like a it's almost like a business trip that's 
what the coaches always used to say. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you pull up to the meet or you pull up to um, the venue, wear a suit, look nice, and then that's pretty much it. And they did that in high school, too. It's like if you're on the football team, you have to wear a suit or at least something with a tie. Oh, really? Yeah, at least in Texas football, I know yeah, that. Yeah, we always had to wear the unis. Unis, so, Yeah, okay. we had to wear the unis going to the game. Yeah, so it would, it would literally just be put on either – I know for sure, like my coach for sure had, you had to wear a tie, a okay. button up and um, a tie and some slacks Yeah, for sure. Um, so that was something that was kind of just ingrained in me. And I was like, no one does this in powerlifting. Why not just start it? Um, yeah. At least in this particular sport. Yeah. I actually, I loved it. When I yeah. saw it, I loved it. I'm like, that's yeah. fucking cool. That's yeah. dope. The only thing was the subpar powerlifting memes where I thought about like, oh fuck, I'm going to be at a local meet and some kid is going to be dressed in a suit. <laughs> and I'll be like, all right. Because I, I shit you not, every meet I go to now, there's some sort of trickle down of you and wheeze i'm mm-hmm. not like we like you two like kind of set a lot of trends in powerlifting yeah. and i look at it I'm like they literally can do anything they want and someone yeah. will emulate it like yeah. when i look at the jordans of people squatting when i look at the chains like people mm-hmm. put the chain in the mouth now yeah. Yeah. like I, i'm like is that a th- and then i so many people do it I'm like wait are they picking off off the trend or is that like a thing that helps you lift yeah because yeah. i was, I I was like because i see so many people do it yeah and I think that that's what's going to happen, which is still great for the sport. Yeah, it just that's going to be that, that's just going to be a funny occurrence when I see yeah. someone come in a three piece suit. But I do love it. Like um, I do actually love the idea of going to a weigh in or going to the meet with a suit on. I was a yeah. big fan of it. Um, I mean, we don't have pressers. Like I would love mm-hmm. to have a powerlifting presser and then yeah. go to the, go to the presser. You know, and dress dress to the tens and mm-hmm. dress to the nines and really look good. I, I had no problems with it, and I knew, but I knew when I saw it, I'm like, someone's gonna get pissed off about this. Like, <laughs> someone is going to hate the fact yeah. that he did it, and and of course, it was on a meme page that someone yeah. says that you try, you try too hard in the sport that they compete in, and oh, you yeah. like it too much. Yeah, I, that that frustrated me, and just kind of picking back off what you said, I feel like I, I do a lot of things where it's like, okay, it's very personable to me, like the whole chain thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I literally do that because I hate the way my necklace sounds when I move and mm-hmm. I'm lifting. Um, so it's irritating. So I remember back when I got this nec- a necklace originally, I just put it in my mouth to keep it from moving around a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and people were like, oh, does this help you, like, train harder? Adult? I'm like, no, nah, it, it was just annoying as hell to have it move around a lot, so I just put it in my mouth. Um, but I feel like this one, you know, in particular, the suit thing, I think it's a, a healthy thing that could translate into everyone doing it. Yeah. Um, and you mentioned before, like, having a lifter do at a local meet. Um, Yes, it would be interesting to see that at a local meet, but at the same time, to that particular lifter, it's still, like, their biggest thing. Yeah. Know? Oh, yeah, for sure. It's yeah. not It's not a thing. I, it's still nothing I don't have a problem with. Uh-huh. It's just, like, if I see it, I'm going yeah, yeah. to laugh. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm going to no, be like, sure, that's cute. Sure. That's adorable. Yeah. I, I don't mind it. I don't like I, yeah. I don't know. There's things that if it uh, if it actually affects powerlifters in a positive way, uh-huh. like, I leave it alone. You know, I'll, I'll throw some jabs here and there, but also just – not to something that really angers me. Like yeah. some things that actually anger me are like just people who are too hype and then suck. Yeah, like that actually hang <laughs> that that actually angers me. Yeah, um, where you you might get a, you might be put on blast on two white lights. But mm. I I like it. I want to see more of it, and I also enjoy that you're pushing powerlifting to be more professional. How? Yeah. This is so. This is the comment you get from someone. You're trying too hard. You take powerlifting too seri- seriously, yep. and then those are the same people who bitch and moan that there's nothing professional in powerlifting and it's yep. a joke sport and it's a hobby and it's a niche sport. Like yep. we need people to push it, and I would argue that you're the guy kind of to push it. Like you have a lot of powerlifters mm. who are great and influential, but they don't have the reach mm. like you do. Yeah. So if you push it, you reach it, make it look more professional. Then yeah. 
Yeah. You're going to get more people into the sport, and that's better for the sport. Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, I just feel like a lot of those people are kind of stuck in their old ways. Um, mm-hmm. They think that you should – you know, do 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 things a certain way, and I feel like in order to grow, you have to put yourself in scenarios that you haven't been in before. Um, you have to like look at what makes other federations or other leagues or other sports mm-hmm. successful, and it's like okay, like oh, we could do that too, bro. Like, why aren't we wearing? I mean, something as small as like why are we wearing a suit to weigh-ins? Like, mm-hmm. why are we doing this? Why are we having more media coverage? Why are we doing all these kind of things? Yeah, we need lifters have. Your, their personalities kind of so if yeah. you do that like and you have that and I think you have your identity like mm-hmm. people know you as kind of a swaggy cool lifter yeah they want to emulate you mm-hmm. but then like uh, if another lifter ventures from that but that's the norm then that lifter has a personality yeah like exactly. you go to the, you go into the way into the suit I go in with a flannel and long hair I look like a homeless person Boom. that's my character yeah that's my thing like and I people don't will, people will flock to that they're like you see I like I like Angela because he just doesn't give a fuck you know like yeah. or not like doesn't give a fuck but yeah. like, I like the style in which he approaches me like mm-hmm. you know I'm some people will say like I'm flamboyant I just I don't I'm not flamboyant but just very like out there more mm-hmm. um I don't know and there's people that are gonna cater to other people it's like oh I like this guy because he's like He's a contrarian, and, like, he likes to mm-hmm. push against, like, the status quo. And yeah. it's, I, I, I really believe in personalities and piloting. I think that's another way that we're going to be able to push the sport. And I've seen other lifters attempt to go that route, um, and it's been very successful for them. Like, Pug, for example. Like, mm-hmm. Pug was, like, the villain. Mm-hmm. You know, he would come at people. And I feel like while it irritated the lifters yeah. um, that he was coming after, it definitely paid off and helped him grow his own little following and own little niche in the community. Yeah, yeah, I, I would agree. I, I mean, there's always going to be a double-edged sword to that because I think people are yeah. going to get too stuck into it, and then yeah. they're, like, stuck, like, fuck, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> and also, like, you, like in his circumstance, like, you have to perform if you're going to yeah. do that, and you have to, you have to keep it up. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, shit, like, I can't – it's hard to shit talk when, you know, you're not really competing. Um, and that persona is still kind of sticks with you. Uh, but, I mean, that's that's still a good thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, still, even with the fallout of it, it's still good for powerlifting. Yeah, like, Two White Lights is always a fan of people. Like, I hate the, you know, put your head down and lift kind of thing. Yeah. Like, the um, old hardo mentality mm-hmm. of powerlifting that a lot of powerlifters have. It's like, well, your mentality is what got powerlifting stuck in the fucking uh, age of not making any goddamn money, getting on ESPN yeah. and not doing shit with it. Yeah. Uh, like, you didn't reap the advantages of a mainstream push because you guys were set in your little fucking hard blue-collar Ohio type of way. Yeah, 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 And, like, that is the lifter I think you have to, or the lifter mentality you kind of stray, have to stray away from mm. if you're trying to push a sport into a mainstream. And I think the sport can be mainstream. Oh, for sure. I mean, the barrier to entry is so low. Mm-hmm. Um, it could definitely be mainstream. If something like CrossFit could be mainstream, yeah. bro, we could we could definitely we could definitely go to higher heights with that. Yeah, and that's another that's a funny thing. I, I think me and Isaac, it was after we were done recording. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had because we this is what happens with me and Isaac. We just get into conversations like for three hours after we're done recording. Yeah. So we got into it just on the viewability of powerlifting, mm-hmm. and you know, of course, the conversation came with the Olympics. And he was saying like how it did very well mm-hmm. on the on the uh, channel, which you know I, I expected to. YouTube views for powerlifting are very good, especially with IPF. Yeah, um, I think Daniela Mello and Amanda Lawrence got like over a million. Oh yeah, that's over a, a million. yeah that's yeah, that's yeah. a hard thing to do in powerlifting, yeah. and it's hard to do thing a hard thing to do on YouTube. Mm-hmm. But they did it, and it's, and that shows you something. Like powerlifting yeah. has an audience, and I was like. I don't understand this whole thing that powerlifting is not a viewable sport. I understand the way they present it needs to change, mm. but how are you going to tell me that golf, yeah, <laughs> golf, the yeah. sport where nothing happens, 
if you like golf, fantastic. Like, I could understand why people enjoy it. Mm. But people view the PGA Tour for eight hours. Yeah. People do it. it there's dips in ratings, mm. but it's like an eight-hour event. It's all day. Yeah. If you can view that, then powerlifting can at least be on ESPN sure. and the Olympics. Because sure. speedwalking is in the Olympics. Yeah. Dab, like, those things, I find some entertainment in a lot of those Olympic events, but there's some things that are just not entertaining to watch and yeah. just something I'm going to flip the channel on. I think if people see powerlifting, raw powerlifting, mm-hmm. if people see powerlifting, they'll be like, this is cool. Like, yeah. I, I enjoy watching this. Like, there's nothing, there's nothing about it that's um, – that's outrageously boring. Mm. It's like, and another thing, NASCAR. Like NASCAR, <laughs> they have to cut to other things because it's like, yeah. what, how many times are we going to watch the same cars go in yeah, circles? Exactly. And they do it. So I, I think powerlifting definitely has the ability to be viewable to people. Yeah, and even like, I mean, like the everyday person, like let's just say you're a mom and you're watching powerlifting, you just happen to flip on the channel. Like you see Amanda Lawrence squatting almost 600 pounds. Mm-hmm. As a mom, you're going to be like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. there's this girl that can almost squat 600 pounds. Like, what the hell? And that, like, when you have people like Gino and um, Ryan from uh, King of Lifts, you, if you're able to, like, make it exciting and, like, as a commentator and you're talking, you're just, like, being very, very um, out there. And it's like, you guys don't understand. This girl is 23 years old and she has 600 pounds on her back. It's the equivalent of this, that, and third. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> like people are gonna be like, "Whoa, what the fuck?" You yeah, know? it's kind of hard to miss out on that versus something like you said. You're watching golf, like, yeah, there's, like, it's there's great moments in golf, yeah. like Tiger Woods, like you know, sinking a putt and winning yeah. and winning on Sunday. It's cool, but like you know, it's just the event in of itself. It's just there's a lot. There's just mm. a lot to really pay attention to. I know people who even enjoy golf. It's like, yeah, I just fall asleep. Like, yeah, yeah. It, it, there's good for nap time, and then yeah. you fall asleep, and it's good. And then you wake up, and then something happens. Yeah, but like they still admit to falling asleep during a golf event. Yeah. Like, and, and they love golf, and they love yeah. it. They like absolutely love the thing. That's their life. But so let's go. Let's go to IPF Worlds. Um, mm-hmm. Describe you know your your prep for this because it's always a quick layover for our quick turnaround from nationals to this one, especially this one because nationals was in a different time. Uh-huh. Um, what was the goal for the meet? Because looking at it, like it's pretty clear that you're going to win mm. the 83s. But was there like a certain total, or is there certain records you just wanted to break, make official, and then yeah. bounce? So there, there's so many different elements that play into uh, this particular prep. Um, so coming straight off of raw nationals, I wasn't truly happy with my performance and i knew that going into ipf worlds i was was like okay this is going to be the meet where i kind of put together a performance i'll actually like um so prep started off okay like i was like okay like we're mindset wise i'm good and then the whole situation with the usapl and the ipf started happening Um, oh yeah yeah and then literally it just kind of took all the wind out of my sail um just because there was rumors that okay the american lifters won't be able to compete there might be there might uh something might happen to where like it won't allow us to get over there so you're already having that playing in the back of your head. And I'm trying to block it out and just train, but it does take away from training a little bit because it's like, what am I getting ready for? Um, I want to say maybe four to five weeks out, I mentally com- uh, I mentally like committed to the prep. Mm-hmm. I was like, regardless of whatever is happening, I'm going to train as if this meet's going to happen. I'm going to try to put all my eggs in this basket. Mm-hmm. So I'm rolling, and um, more like literally more information was coming out almost by the day. Yeah, and it's like okay, like the USAPL is making this post, and then <laughs> yeah, it's frustrating as a podcast host too when we record something like motherfucker, they yeah. just released something <laughs> after we were done. Like recording. literally, I shit you not, like every single day it's a new development. I'm like, damn, like am I gonna be able to compete? And mind you, I hadn't like 
whenever you're competing for IPF Worlds, for me personally, whenever I buy that ticket in that flight, I'm com- like at yeah. that point I'm committed, right? Um, I couldn't even commit. Like I couldn't buy my flight until about two and a half weeks out or mm-hmm. like three weeks out. Um, so they they put together or the USAPL ended up getting suspended by the IPF, and at that point. Like I posted something funny to yeah. kind of get over it. Yeah, you really, yeah, you said something like, "All right, I'm gonna go eat Chick Fil A." Yeah, like literally. <laughs> so I, I literally ate Chick Fil A at that point, and I, I was pretty locked in diet wise. And I just kind of took that weekend off, and I just fucked around. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I still trained, but like nutrition wise, mentally, I was kind of checked out. And um, that Monday, we got a call saying that we we uh, found a loophole and we have an opportunity to compete with the U.S. Virgin Islands. Competed with them. Um, I, I ended up accepting that invitation, but. Just mentally, that prep wasn't. Yeah, I just was not there. Mm-hmm. Um, so during that whole situation, I was adjusting kind of like my expectations for the meet. It became from I want to put on a show and I want to become like I want to put my raw nationals performance and blow it out of the water to just like I just want to compete and come back home. Like mm-hmm. I had no expectations for this meet. Yeah. Well, you had your records though too. Like that's yeah. that's something that I think. I think when we did the preview for two highlights, that's what we said. It's like, I think the objective here is to put on a show and perhaps put on like a Taylor Atwood-esque performance where it's like, mm. holy fuck, mm. this performance alone just blew the competition out of the water. All the 83s are on notice. And then all the other lifters who are like looking at best overall lifter yeah. are on notice too. Guys yeah. like Atwood, guys like Ruska, just going forward into the sport. Yeah. Um, then we saw the performance like, okay, now – if you have a nine for nine for performance and trying to just match your nationals performance, mm. looks like maybe just trying to get some records, which yeah. you did. I mean, you're the official record holder of almost everything. Uh, yeah. for, I mean, <laughs> I mean, you had, it, I mean, you had it for deadlift yeah. for a second there. Then total, obviously you have yeah, that yeah. as well. Um, broke, breaking your old record. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Your deadlift looked fantastic. Yeah. And your, was... deadlift, your deadlift looked fantastic compared to uh, nationals. And, that, and in that yeah. prep, your deadlift looked very good, yeah. too. So I was, I was, I actually think I said on Two White Lights, I think you were going to murk the record. Mm. Um, I, for, I I did forget Eno was competing. Yeah. yeah I didn't yeah, yeah. know, because he, he, he announced late. Yeah. That yeah, he, he was competing. Late, yeah. So, like, when I did that, I'm like, I think he's going to, I think Russ is going to pull, because I know how your deadlifts move in training. Mm. And I'm like, at a like bar, I'm like, I think his conventional holds up pretty well. I think he's figured this stuff out for the deadlift, so yeah. I think he's going to have the world record deadlift mm. uh, by an actual considerable margin, considering the old record was like 330. Yeah, yeah. And I thought that, of course, he had the squat locked up. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I didn't know Eno was competing, because, mm. like, on any given day, like, I could pull 325 as max or, like, 355 as max. Like, he doesn't have, <laughs> yeah. he doesn't have, like, a really good range, like, where I know he's good from. Yeah, he's like a he's like an NFL kicker. Yeah, like it's like he who he, 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 like he can somehow get you a sixty four yard field goal, but he will just miss a thirty five yard field goal. Yeah, like yeah. I don't know, like he's he's erratic in that sense. But uh, uh, yeah, uh, describe that the deadlift. It was it was fun to watch as a as a as a spectator. Um, yeah, it was uh, it was. I hate saying this, but um, like I went, once okay once we got to deadlift, I was like okay the meet's almost over. It was almost like a. It was almost like a relief at that point. I was mm-hmm. like, okay, like I like the hardest part of the meet was over. Um, after I finished up squat, I was like, okay, like literally, mentally, like this kind of goes back to the prep thing. I just want to get through the meet. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much it. So deadlift, I was like, okay, like I, my whole body was already cramping. I was like, let's just kind of cruise through. Um, so when we got to my third attempt, Isaac was asking me. He's like, hey, like what do you think you have on the day? And I'm not gonna sit there and say like, oh, I want to. I have. I probably had like 740 at best, like if mm-hmm. that. Um, but I was like, you know, just put 10 kilos over what I just did or like seven kilos. It doesn't really matter. Like I just want to finish the meet. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So I wasn't that excited. Like I think I hit three thirty five or th- whatever I hit. And it wasn't that. It was it was pretty. It was pretty there. But I, I like no. I just know like me normally I would have asked for more, mm-hmm. and like probably got to a point where I probably would have failed it. Which I mean obviously it's not smart. But just mentally going into that, I was just like, I don't really care. Like they could, I'm gonna pull this, and they could fight for whatever record. Okay, if they could get it. Yeah, yeah. I, that's yeah. Because you pulled it was it was a clean pull. Yeah. Um, on that, and it was really it was it was actually kind. Of, I didn't expect it to. Like mm-hmm. I, I actually forgot. Like the 83s have like a lot of big deadlifters. Yeah. So going back and forth was really cool uh, to see. So all right, you're done with IPF Worlds. Um, win it pretty convincingly, and I think mm-hmm. everyone expected that going in. So. I gotta ask, what's what's next? Like, what is the plan going forward? And it's different now, mm-hmm. right? Because it's it used to be worlds. Take your take a break. Yeah. Uh, maybe prep for something um, in the middle of nationals. But mm-hmm. usually, a lot of people who who are world level competitors just do nationals and they do worlds again. Yeah. Maybe the Arnold thrown in there, sp- sprinkled in. Mm-hmm. Now that's completely changed. Like yeah, yeah. we have this powerlifting <laughs> America coming through and. Yeah. Only thing we see from Powerlifting America is a fake Instagram account. I don't know if that shit's real, and if it's real, please get better at what yeah. you're doing. Like it's fake. It's, it's, it's fake. I'm like, um, <laughs> it was funny because we were looking at it. I'm like, it obviously seems fake, but you never know. Cause but like, because 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 uh, when because um, everyone who starts Powerlifting Federations are of the older generation. Um, I think mm-hmm. USAPL and IPF have that as well. I think IPF is actually. They're both sipping up their game. Yeah, yeah, That's what are. I like about this little competition. Both yeah. of them are stepping up their game on social media. Yeah. <laughs> but I looked, I'm like, this page looks so bad that we think it's fake, but it could just very well be two old guys running the page. Yeah. And yeah. that's – it's it, when it's something's so bad that you think it's fake, but it's like, no, it's actually them trying, and yeah. that's the only thing at their disposal. I'm like, okay, so I'm going to wait a little bit to see if it's fake. But, yeah, it looks fake as fuck, and it, it is fake. Mm. Um, but you have that. Like, you have that now, mm. and you have a lot of things to think about. So yeah. what's well, – what are you – um, what are you man, thinking? I'm kind of like in the same boat with everyone else. Um, I think, for so just to kind of like put the umbrella over it, it's like whatever route that I have to do in order to get back to another IPF Worlds, I'm going to do it. So okay. whether that's staying in the U.S. Virgin Islands and competing at their nationals and qualifying for Worlds, I'll do that. Okay. If the new federation comes up under the IPF umbrella and it allows us to compete in IPF Worlds next year, I'll do that. That's mm-hmm. my preference, right? Um, so there's just so many different ways we could take it. Um, if the USAPL ends up, aren't they supposed to have like a vote or something like that? If they're going to be banned or yeah, so there's a or... I forgot what it's called, uh, some sort of Congress. Yeah, and there, uh, Larry was on the podcast, and that mm. seems to be the case. If Powerlifting America is there, mm. then that means that the expulsion for the USAPL is almost guaranteed. Yeah, so uh, I mean, it's, not, it's not done until it's done, but it's yeah. it's pretty much guaranteed at this so point. So if there is some wild shit to where the USAPL actually stays, and they just get like a maybe a year suspension. I would have to see my cards and see like okay like if I stay if I do the US the new federation mm-hmm. um and I can come back to the USAPL because I love the USAPL I don't want to leave it's just I got to because that's the only way I can go to the IPF um IPF or compete under the IPF umbrella so mm-hmm. um it it just depends man Did, um does that ever change for you though because I mean me and Noriega had this conversation I ha- mm-hmm. I'm having this conversation more often mm-hmm. um where I understand the value of IPF mm-hmm. I understand the value of going to IPF worlds yeah but I think a contributor to that is the journey of going to IPF Worlds, where mm. you get your nationals. Yeah, uh, you have to win a very difficult nationals yeah. to win IPF Worlds. Mm. It's the season part. If you're in the Powerlifting America, what I'm thinking is it's going to be fragmented. Mm. Like 
I think a lot of great lifters from our weight class are going to stay in the USAPL, myself included. Mm. Um, and I don't think the competition will be as strong. So mm. it's almost like you're wiping out the competition to get to IPF Worlds, mm. where with the USAPL involved, I understand why IPF Worlds is IPF Worlds. Yeah. But I think once you remove that, I think everything loses a bit of piss. Mm. You know, I lo- it loses mm. its prestige in a way. Mm. Um, see, okay, I think when people's feet are going to be held, or like when people's feet are actually held to the fire, mm. I wonder about that. Like, I wonder, are they actually going to stay with the US? Not, not saying like the USAPL is a bad federation. I just wonder when, okay, so I hate talking about myself like this, but okay, so I'm, I'm like the number 183 right now. Mm-hmm. If I leave, I know guarantee there's going to be a couple people that are going to leave because they want to, sh- yeah. they want to compete against me and beat me, yeah. right? So when those people leave, it's almost like a domino effect, right? So then you have some people that are coaching other people. They're leaving. Then what's going to probably happen is that those people that they're coaching might, you know, come to the other federation too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it will it will be fragmented, but I still think there will be somewhat of a decent amount of competition over in the new federation to where the, I won't be looking at the USAPL and it's like, damn, I didn't compete against, quote-unquote, like the top 83 kg mm-hmm. lifters. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. And I, well, it. I think developments have to happen because mm-hmm. I think because right now I I look at the USAPL and IPF and Powerlifting America, USAPL I think has the better product. Yeah. I want to be in the place where it has a better product that for can sure. push the sport. Yeah, because I think with the Pro Series, it's not so much the money. This is the thing mm-hmm. that's pissing me off about the Pro Series. People mm-hmm. are like, well, you know, just giving money away isn't that big of a deal. It's like, no, 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 no. It's not about the money. Mm-hmm. We the the point of Pro Series is getting a sport to its professional development and its professional league yeah. and the highest standard. I want to compete in that where we are eventually pushed into that mainstream. Mm. And I think that's why I'm sticking. But mm. I, I told Flex this um, in a conversation. If the USAPL doesn't take advantage of this opportunity to become professional, if that's the only thing, it's like, okay, we're just going to give money out. Mm. Then it's like the incentive isn't there to stay. It's yeah. all about who gets the better product out there. Mm. And if the USAPL ends up having a better product, I will just look at it like I don't understand why you would want to go to another federation that has a lesser product, that they're getting their feet going as far as getting volunteers and all the people who are working. And just because they're under that one IPF umbrella meet, mm. that that's why you stick around. Yeah. You know, like I that's 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 the thing that's kind of a conundrum to me. Mm. So, like, for me, the USAPL – okay, so – it's kind of tough because the USAPL has made like little strides here and there in mm-hmm. terms of just like I guess getting it more out there. Yeah. Um. But when you still look at it, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Like the so like the meets are very quality. Um. But I still think that I'm still holding on to that belief that the IPF is the true way to maybe quote unquote get into the Olympics and um really put yourself on a world stage. Because so when I look at my numbers, right, when I compete at Raw Nationals versus when I compete at IPF Worlds, completely different. Um. Just casually going around talking um the prestige that ipf world has mm-hmm. um if you go around just literally just say oh like i'm a i'm a world level lifter i'm a world champion it just hits different versus yeah. just kind of staying in the usapl well, and you know what i mean yeah no i get it mm-hmm. i but i me and steve had this conversation <laughs> because like i understand uh like the, the the label and title of it yeah um that makes sense and yeah when you tell people that um like, uh, I, I think, I, I don't know if I use an example on the podcast with Isaac, but uh, I used to compete in the AWPC. Mm-hmm. At the AWPC. No yeah. one knows what the fuck that is. Yeah, yeah. And the AAPF. Yeah. Uh, that's when I first started off. So, like, I went to Britain to compete. I mm-hmm. won the world championship. I knew it wasn't the fucking world championship. But, yeah. like, when they told, when they say, like, what meet are you doing? Like, AWPC Worlds? 
Yeah, yeah. And they're like, oh, my God. You're I'm like, no, no. And I had to, like, talk people down. Yeah, but, yeah. like, this, that label alone, like, holy fuck, it's a world competition. I'm like, it's yeah, not yeah, IPF yeah. World. It's not the other one. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's you know, actually, really, you know, only international competition that matters, in my opinion, is IPF Worlds. Like, mm. IPL doesn't really hold the same water. Definitely not AWPC Worlds. But I understand that I, people do acknowledge that. But I say if, like, I'm a professional power lifter, mm. I think that actually may, like, when you're talking to grandma, mm. And you're like, I'm a world champion. Like, oh, that's nice. It's like, I won $70,000 at this compete. Like, holy, f- what? Yeah. <laughs> you won $70,000 at this meet? Like, I, I think grandma will be like, holy shit. Like, uh... like, sometimes money is a little bit more valuable in that sense where, like, if you say you're a world champion, but yeah. it's like, how much, how much, and this is, this is what happens in conversations. When I talk, like, at barbecues uh-huh. and shit, when they, like, oh, Angela's a power lifter. And they're like, oh, really? So how much do you get paid doing it? Like, from what? Like, <laughs> the, the competitions I've won, zero. Yeah. I'm, like, well, I'm like $500. Yeah. $500. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, one meet I won. See, that's interesting. <laughs> I've never had those conversations. My conversations are like, I just go, oh, like, I mean, I, I, yeah, I'll go like, oh, I'm a world champion. Or like, I literally have like the biggest total like like in mm-hmm. my weight class ever. And they're like, oh, shit, like world yeah. champion, like blah, 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 this time the third. I've never gotten to those conversations where it's like, oh, how much do you make? From Palace, you know, like how much did you make from that meet or like any type of uh, monetary gain? It's mostly just like, um, you know, like, are you the best or like, how, mm-hmm. how does that go? Like, that conversation is a little bit different. Um, now, if you're like at a, at a party and you're talking, it's like, oh, I'm a champion powerlifter. Oh, like, so, like, is it professional? Like, how do you, you know, yeah. I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, it, yeah. It, it, it is a strange thing, but I just like with the fragmentation, I wonder where it's going to, the value is going to happen. So, yeah, you're, you're leaning on like, I think you're leaning on like everyone's going to stay in the USAPO. No, or you feel it? Do you no, feel absolutely like, not. No, no. Um, I mean, every, I think th- we have such a big talent pool mm. that it's just going to be split. Like, yeah. I don't think every single person in the USAPL is going to go to Powerlifting America. I think it's yeah. going to be fragmented. The big ones, I think, are going to go to Powerlifting America because they have expressed that they like to compete at IPF Worlds yeah. and they do believe it's the most prestigious thing. I don't know if I agree with that. Still, with the most prestigious thing in powerlifting, mm. I, 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 I've said this at nauseum on a podcast. Mm. I think the best thing for powerlifting is a professional league with IPF Worlds involved mm. into it. I want everything. Yeah, I want that's what like the NBA perfect. has. Yeah, yeah. I want. <laughs> I, I want. So that's what, that's what I mean. I'm like when you go to IPF Worlds, mm. the issue of it is one or two representatives from each country, and they compete in the weight class, and you're not truly getting the best in the world. Yeah, yeah. like. I don't care what anyone says, and I, this is something that was annoying me. Mm-hmm. They were saying, like, you know, the, the top five 83s mm-hmm. in USAPL would be the top five in the world yeah, currently, yeah. How, how it stood. And people were like, no, you can't compare the two. Like, yes, you can. Mm-hmm. I know I could total more than 777. Mm-hmm. I know that. Yeah. I know Delaney <laughs> can. I know Sean can. Yeah, I, know, yeah, yeah. I know Deuce can. I know Jamal, uh, Jamar can. Yeah. yeah. Dude. <laughs> it's not the best five in the world. I'm like, no, we, no, if no. we have shitty performances, we'll beat them. I, yeah. This is why. This is what I wanted. I wanted USAPL professional type of thing where you can get those international lifters to compete at our meets, yeah. to compete at the Arnold or something, to yeah, compete yeah. at one of our big meets, but then you train, you win nationals to compete at IPF Worlds. Yeah. Like, same thing with the with MEA. They do like the World Championships, but also have the Olympics. Mm. Um, baseball has a World Baseball Classic. Yeah. They do that. Uh, every, uh, FIFA even has it. FIFA has their professional leagues, and then they mm. funnel it into the World Cup. Yeah, that's what I wanted for USAPL powerlifting yeah. uh, or uh, United States powerlifting. We don't have that. It's disappointing. Um, 
But I think just the talent pool is so big that I, I, I will just see a fragmentation. Mm. And the big names, I think, are going to powerlifting America. But yeah. I think enough people will say in the USAPL where it's actually going to be a solid federation to compete oh, in. Oh, for sure. And, sure. you know, and, and have a more of a professional product where maybe people who did powerlifting America are like, okay, let's do this USAPL thing. Let's take mm. that suspension. Because people have taken suspensions before from the IPF because they're like, I don't really fucking care anymore about worlds. Yeah. Like I, I've done it. Like I've been there, done that. So um, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. I, I, I truly, I'm, I'm on this, not on the side. I would definitely stay with the IPF. Um, okay. So I, I, I'm very curious to see how the USAPL will kind of pan out if they do leave the federation and just see what, like who's going to stay and what their plan is with that pro series. Um, yeah. so it's just, it's, it, it's going to be very, very interesting. Uh, nonetheless. So, um, it was proposed though. That's yeah. the thing. The thing that I was talking about was proposed to the IPF mm-hmm. where they have a professional series in accordance with IPF and that was shut down. Mm-hmm. And that I, I, I don't I don't get the logic behind it. Like mm-hmm. I never understood because that would have been such a perfect dream scenario. Yeah. Of just of just something because I that's I think that's all what we were thinking. Mm-hmm. We knew that like it just felt like IPF was always going to be with the USAPL. Mm. Uh, some of us wanted to leave. I was always, I'm, there's things that IPF does that I just don't like. Mm. Uh, suspending lifters is one of them just for competing at meets, mm. uh, who has other suspended lifters. Like, I don't like that rule. Yeah. I think they should. And that was another thing. I'm like, maybe we should just leave the IPF or see mm. what happens if the, you know, you branch out from that. Uh, but I don't think none of us ever thought it would happen. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I like, think... it, and then when it happens, like, oh fuck. Okay. Well now it's going to be an interesting, you know, battle yeah. of like who can have the better product to keep lifters on. Yeah. I think what it really comes down to though, is just like, I think the IPF is, is, is gung ho and obsessed with being um, in accordance with the IOC and then one day making it to the Olympics. Yeah. And to me, that, to me, that's the ultimate goal. Like I would, I mean, I would love to get in a situation where it's like, we could see a future in making into that. And I know a lot mm-hmm. of people are like, Oh, I don't want to get into to the fucking Olympics. Like, you know, all this, this, that and the third, but I think that's where, I think that's where, that's a different route for money to start coming in as well. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, but everyone yeah. has like a different, a the, different take on that. The, yeah. Yeah. I, I'm one of those people who don't really care about the Olympics yeah. and to an extent where like, if it's an Olympic event, it's man, I, cause one, I think it's a pipe dream to an extent. I think they yeah. have a product. I think they have a product to get into the Olympics. Mm-hmm. I think the problem is they have, or, or powerlifting kind of defeated itself mm-hmm. because we have this, I mean, powerlifting, Fucked up powerlifting. Like yeah. it's, what do you mean by that? Like so we have an untested and tested fed. Yeah. So there's like this weird thing okay, already. Okay. So it's like yeah, yeah. then there's almost like it's almost like powerlifting is different sports. It's almost a completely different sport with the equipped and yeah. with the equipped and raw. Yeah. And it is like totally different. It's mm-hmm. so what do you bring to the IPF? Or what do you bring to the, the, yeah, the Olympics? I think but but that's where that 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 whole situation with like if you compete in a different federation we have to suspend you because it's like bro we don't want any of our lifters associated with those other federations we want people to know that raw powerlifting under the ipf umbrella is what we want to bring to the ioc well the 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 only issue is now that it's becoming if you compete in the usapl you would be suspended and it's like but but you would accept the lifters in the usapl under the virgin islands who went under the same drug testing protocols in the ipf it's like it's not like that to me makes zero sense. So See, that's where I'm like, there's an overreach. There's an overreach because you're totally willing to accept the lifters mm-hmm. who are under the, who are, who are getting tested by WADA nationals who mm-hmm. get on a me tested. You suspend the Federation for not complying with that, but mm-hmm. the lifters are compliant. 
Yeah. Like, so the Federation's not compliant, but the lifters are? Like, yeah, this is I, where I look at the IPF like, come on, it's, it's, it's bullshit. I don't really buy into that. I, I, could, I can get, mm-hmm. I can understand the argument of competing in an untested mm-hmm. bed. I can get that argument, even though I don't like people overbreaching and saying you're suspended for doing that. Uh-huh. But I understand it. That part, I'm like, no, come on. We're, we're drug testing under, we're still drug testing under WADA. Mm-hmm. We're getting out of me tested. Like, yeah. I mean, you are, I'm not, but yeah. fucking, you know, like, <laughs> I got to get better, but yeah. 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 Yeah, I mean, I have, like, I, I see what they're trying. I just see to what they're trying to do to a certain extent. It's like, okay, like, no, like, going forward, this federation is breaking off from us. So, like, we just don't want any associate with, association with them. Um, And they, like, the USAPL was associated with us until, like, Worlds or whatever. So we don't want the lifters to suffer. I get what you're saying. Like, like to the book, it's like, that shit doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Oh, right? well, well, this happened before with Russia, too. Yeah, yeah. They're like, Russia is just running a dirty you know, fed and yeah, then they yeah, allow yeah. them in. It's like, yeah. you know, you, I, you're, I understand you're not punishing the lifter per se, but you're saying the Federation isn't compliant and, but the lifters in the Federation are. Yeah. yeah. Like, no, it's, it's, it makes zero sense to me. No, it's, it's, it's definitely confusing. It's definitely confusing. But, um, like I said, I don't know. I just feel like they're just trying to pave the way to, they're just trying to figure out which way is going to be the best way to get into the Olympics. Mm-hmm. And see. And, for me personally, like for my personal goals, that's something that I'm definitely interested in. I feel as though most other routes wouldn't really lead to that. Yeah, yeah. I agree. And I, I I actually think that the USAPL has no desire to get into the Olympics. And sure. I think that's where you get a preference. Because yeah. me, that's that's my preference. Like I – because I'm like using soccer as an example because I'm a soccer fan. You mm-hmm. have your your leagues in mm-hmm. Europe, Italy, you know, all the big leagues. And then those those nations represent – at the World Cup. Yeah. They don't care about the Olympics. They send mm-hmm. the young guys to the Olympics to get some practice yeah. in. But they do it at the World Cup. That's mm-hmm. That was my vision for powerlifting. Mm-hmm. We're like, we're on ESPN. All of this is broadcasted. Mm-hmm. All of this has multiple media channels where we're doing this. But we don't have to worry about the bullshit that goes along with the Olympics. Because yeah. there's a lot of bullshit, too. No, and sure, the for worry sure. for me is, I guess, I guess this would be kind of um, looking down the, the road kind of thing. Because... Like I, you know, the Olympics for every four years. Mm-hmm. So wh- what happens if eight years from now they get into the Olympics? Yeah, like well, I'm fucking 38. Like I'm fucking <laughs> old as shit. Like you know, yeah, I yeah. I could possibly get myself in there once. There ain't no masters in the Olympics. Yeah, there ain't no division for the masters. It's like I'll still be in powerlifting all that stuff. But it's like the timelines, the mm-hmm. the framework for mm-hmm. the Olympics is something that that troubles me. And then I think. Powerlifting did itself a disservice by making the sport a little bit too all over the place. Mm-hmm. Like there's just too much. I mean, raw lifting wasn't a thing until recently. Yeah, like recently, this is yeah. this is a, the, we're in the newer portion of the sport, mm-hmm. and I don't know like what. Right now, the World Games are under single ply. Yeah. So if it's going to be something, it's going to be single ply. Mm. So we're going to have a lot of lifters who are like this is not the people that pop uh, that are causing the push and popularity of powerlifting mm. no disrespect to like your ian bells yeah, yeah. and um your um your caps your you but this is we can all say factually that that's not the reason why the sport is growing yeah, yeah it's from the yeah. raw lifters mm. uh it but then if they do make the switch like raw lifting is going to be in the world games like okay when's that switch going to happen like mm. what needs to be done before that are we just going to lose a lot of time yeah. in doing that it's 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 a strange thing to me, and I think then like the overall ending goal for it, I don't think is worth all the work. Mm-hmm. I think do what you work with what you have, 
and try to surpass it. Because yeah. the Olympics are surpassable. Like we mm. have, like we we have sports, professional sports that surpass the prestige of the Olympics. Yeah. Actually, most of them. I don't think, aside from your basic track and field, all yeah. that stuff, that that's the pinnacle is the Olympics. But everything else, the pinnacle is the other thing. Mm. Like even boxing. Boxing it was an Olympic or is an Olympic sport yeah, yeah. that had that prestige, but the professional prize fighting route surpasses oh, yeah. Olympics by For far. Sure. Mm. Yeah, I mean, because th- yeah, I know what you're talking about with those particular sports. They're able to pass up the Olympics. It's just like, do you trust like the USAPL to to do that? I have more trust in the USAPL to do that as opposed to the IPF getting themselves into the Olympics. Okay. Yeah, I lean on. Because I, I, like, I, I, yeah, I know, I know. It's I lean a, on the. Yeah, I lean on the other side because I'm just like. Well, I will you know. say from the USAPL, they are at least asking. They are reaching out to the younger generation of like, what do we need to do? Like, mm-hmm. what do we need to do to get better? It's like, okay, we. And then maybe you'll see thirty somethings year olds or people who are really into the social media aspect yeah. or into the media aspect getting involved into USAPL. Like, they reached out to me for live stream mm-hmm. advice. I'm like, you said on two white lights that. You want to see a better live stream and all these ideas. Like, yeah. do you want to do that? Yeah, yeah. Like, do you want to do the live streams? Like, yeah, yeah sure. So mm-hmm. they're, you know, I, I know if they're reaching out to me, hopefully they're reaching out to a lot more people. Yeah. And then if that's the case, there are people within the sport where I'm like, yeah, I put my trust into that person mm-hmm. to make enough business moves or wise decisions to get ourselves into a professional league or professional yeah. development. As it currently stands, not really, but that's what you need. You need mm. that growth. And you, if you're having any organization, you have to have some people who think outside the norm, outside yeah. the box. And I'm, I'm seeing the USAPL do that more recently than ever. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, once again, this is such a shitty situation. Yeah. I love the USAPL. I wish that none of this had to happen. Um, I would like to have faith in both federations to accomplish what they want to accomplish. But it's like I'm – I'm at a point where I have to choose a side. It's like, do I want the prestige of it or do I want, do I like have faith and trust that the USAPL is going to kind of maximize where they want to go? Um, so yeah. it's just like, it's just like one of the things, it's just like opinion. Yeah. You know? Well, what I was saying, well, I think I said in a previous podcast, if all the 83s decided to go to powerlifting America and they still had the pro series, I'm like, fuck. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I can win some money there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I actually have some easy path, like a little payday. Like, yeah, yeah. Right. I'm like, oh no, guys, don't leave. Yeah, do not leave. <laughs> yeah, totally, don't leave. I it would it'd be a shame if I collected this money. <laughs> but um, but uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's uh, it's I know, and I know a lot of lifters are leaning. Like it, when you just talk to them initially, you just know that they're leaning. But it just they they are. If that's what they say, that's what they say. That's yeah. where the value is. Um, it's interesting. We have to see it play out. Um, I think that's the most overused thing that's been said so far. We have to see where it goes. But um, I, I, the, the the optimist in me is like the competition between the two in the pissing contest is just going to mm. yield better powerlifting. Yeah, you know, like better powerlifting product where it's like <laughs> you're just going IPF's going to because competition does that to people. So mm-hmm. IPF is going to have a better product. USAPL is going to try to have a better product yeah. and they're going to be, you know, neck and neck. Hopefully they could just, they could just understand in the meantime, like, Oh wait, we're both probably better than every single person in this entire sport of running an organization. Yeah. Maybe we should work together again. Yeah. Cause that's, that's, yeah. that's, that is the one clear thing I've got the IPF and USAPL in spite of some of the decisions they've made in the past are still, so much fucking better than everything else in the sport. No, it's there's so many mess. There's so many messes with big meets in mm. the WRPF and USPA. There is. Yeah, yeah. 
There's politics involved over there. Shitty politics, too. Yeah, yeah. Like, really, like, you don't even want to get yourself no, involved I've, in that shit. Yeah, I've heard some stories. Yeah, so, yeah. like, like IPF and USAPL could look at each other like, we're fucking killing it. Yeah, like, we're killing I'm, it in the, in the power of the That's world. what I'm saying, though. I'm like, this situation sucks because they're both dope. Like, <laughs> IPF is cool for their own reasons, and the USAPL is amazing for their own reasons. And I'm like, I would hate a situation where I'd have to choose between the two, which, yeah. like, I'm left currently in, but it is what it is. Yeah, uh, most listeners have to, uh, to, to do that as well. Mm-hmm. Um... Yeah, so I mean, yeah, moving moving on from that. Um so is there anything I mean, I know we talked about what's next, but are you just kind of biding your time with Powerlifting America, but like you're training for something, right? Like you have to be you have to be training for or you have to be training with something in mind. Like I know yeah. you just want to continue build upon your total. Yeah. Um is it's it's pretty much that. Like, mm-hmm. I don't really have, like, a, a concrete idea of, like, what my next meet's going to be because I don't know what's on the table. Um, if, like, I know right now, like, I have, like, the U.S. Virgin Island Nationals, which is, I think, at the beginning of next year or something in that mm-hmm. time frame because the turnaround for Worlds, I mean, it's going to be next. It's, it's not that far away. Yeah, right? it's, it's kind of weird how <laughs> everything is right now because uh-huh. <laughs> it's, yeah, like... Right now we gotta fix the seat because COVID fucked. This is not yeah. a, this is not organization. COVID kind of fucked things up. Yeah, like yeah. the season's hard right now. Yeah, yeah. Because even the Arnold for USAPL, which is an awesome meet to do. Yeah. Nationals is like two months away. Like yeah. I gotta decide if I want to even do the Arnold if it's worth it. Then yeah. like the Pro Invitational, mm-hmm. like that kind of stuff. Like that's a meet. Then the Arnold. Then that's like shit. You're kind of you're kind of killing yourself there. Yeah. So it's like it's it's a quick turnaround. I think right now I'm just focusing on just trying to string together good months of training. It's been like sometimes I've had like a decent off season, um, where I think that's where you make all your gains from anyway. So um, that's the main focus, making sure that I have a decent off season and growing from that. And then whenever that next uh, next meet pops up, then I'll be able to kind of like pick and choose what I want to do. Mm-hmm. If the USAPL is a ninety kilo weight class, would you be all over that? A ninety? <laughs> a ninety kilo? Nah. No. I I because like I'm a lot of lifters are eyeing that ninety kilo. Like, oh yeah, like that is a sexy weight class to compete yeah. in. It's like a nice little balance between the two. Yeah. Of ninety three and eighty two or yeah. eighty three. Um, I know I've had a lot of lift because. I was thinking about it. Uh, we're actually going to have a show on this. Like, mm-hmm. who would be the best lifter mm-hmm. if they had different rules? So, like, different rules like what? So, different federation rules. Okay. So, the one who came to my mind was uh, Jamar Royster. I was about to say, Jamar, Jamar Royster Jamar might actually be the best 82 and a half kilo lifter in the world, or at least the best squatter, if he had a 24 hour weigh in. Because he can potentially get like 760 on a squat. I ain't going to see all that. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I think he like a guy who would benefit the most out of that yeah, would be. Oh, I mean, it'll be you too. The competitive aspect of me is coming out. Like, yeah. I'm like, I don't know about all that. Like, all right, but how about mean? 90 kilos? Uh, so if it was, I don't a, know. About, I mean, I, don't I think know. he's the best. I, I think he's the best 93 kilo squatter in the world. Because he is See, technically I, no, 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 <laughs> yeah. no, no. Yeah, no, he would be. No, I think if, no, if you don't no, think he can do a no. 93 kilo meet. And Hold squat seven fifty. Wait, wait. First of all, shout out to Jamar. <laughs> I, you know, it's so funny. I had this conversation in my head because I saw someone say something in the comment section, and I was like, "No, no, 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 no. We we have to stop doing this." They called him, man. No, I'm not coming at Jamar. Damn it. Okay. All right. Whenever, all, right pre- all right. Preface. He's not coming after Jamar. Yeah. Continue. Geez. Or okay. actually, how about this? Let's get the hint on me. I'm coming after Jamar. No. <laughs> All right, go. I love Jamar. And, like, I love watching his squad videos. Like, he, he his squad videos motivate me, like, to no end, mm-hmm. right? So, they're like, oh, this is pound for pound the best squatter in the world. And I'm like, how? Like, that is training. That's yeah. That's not in a meet. 
I think, though, I think you would have to say, I think everyone would have to admit, if he goes up to 93. No. He won't be? Who would be? No, I'm not saying. I don't know who. I, I, I need it proven. Oh, you need it. So yeah, he need needs to proven. do it first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need oh, it okay. Yeah, yeah. Now, no, that, all right, that makes sense. Yeah. I, though, I'm a betting man. So mm-hmm. if I had to, even though I can't fucking bet in the state, I, if I had to bet, if I had mm-hmm. to put some money down, I'll be like, I am taking any odds that he will be the best squatter 93 kilos because he made 770 sing. He made 77, 770 move. And the world record right now mm-hmm. at 893 is 730. And it was a grinder from Gavin Aiden. Yeah. Or, the, I mean, he would uh, technically had close to it. I think it's a little higher. But I think how the record stands, even if it's 750, I think he'd go into 93 comfortably and hit in comp. I think he can go in. Yeah, well, I, I mean, I disagree. But. Man, I, that's that's <laughs> – Because no, he know, doesn't have – because the, the thing that hurts him – and a lot the, of lifters is the weight cut. The weight cut, yeah, the weight the weight cut, cut. hurts him, yeah, and he yeah. admits it, and it's it's clear, it's evident. It's yeah, yeah. it's when he's squatting seven sixty in training at this at t- almost two hundred pounds, that comes yeah. down to eighty three, and it's seven hundred pounds. Mm-hmm. Granted, amazing still, I would fucking kill someone for a mm-hmm. seven hundred pound squat, but it's obviously having a bad effect on him. Yeah, yeah. Um, he can I think just walk in a ninety three relatively comfortably, mm-hmm. hit a even a token squat mm-hmm. of seven fifty. And would still be better than the field. Yeah. Uh, I think because the, the best squatters in the USAPR, Gavin Aiden. Um, yeah, I think, I think Gavin. I mean, unless Ash decides to go down to ninety three again, mm. then it's a little different story. Mm. But I think he, I, yeah, Gavin is it has a seven twenty seven squat. I think this, the the record is seven thirty. I mm. think he's got that. I yeah. think he's got the good, but now the way he becomes the best pound for pound squatter. I said that by the way. Mm. Uh, <laughs> I said he's the best one. It wasn't just a random person. No, with me. no, it uh, was it was multiple people. It was yeah. like you. I think I think Ashton. Like a lot of people said it. If I was he like, now if he hits, so he would have to hit eighty. He would have to hit eight hundred for me to say he is the best pound for pound squatter in the world. If he does at ninety three, because that's like murking the mm. record to an. A, he's a, obliterating the, the yeah. entire record. Um, but if he does squat like two and a half to five kilos over. It's like, mm. he's a very good squatter. He's one of the best squatters in the world, but I'm mm. not giving that pound for pound just yet because you have your own records in the mm. USAPL that you're breaking yeah. at from 93. Like, now it's now it's way above 700. Yeah. Like, and, and it used to be the race of 700. Now it's like, okay, like, the next guy has got to get 700. Yeah, and and this is like a bigger conversation. This isn't just strictly a Jamar conversation. This yeah. is like, oh, this is every power. Yeah, this ever. is like, it's like, oh, like, he's, Oh, you don't think I hear, yeah, I hear that shit about deadlift? Yeah, I hear yeah. it all the time. No, 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 it's just like, no, deadlift is a little bit different because now you have proven it. So oh no, no, no! Like, I'm not talking about me. I'm talking about oh, okay. other people. Where I'm, where oh, everyone's yeah. like coming at me, like, <laughs> like oh, one because they think I care and I don't. Like, yeah, yeah. okay, like it's cool. I, if I beat them on total, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, yeah. But they they come after me on the deadlift, or they say like this person has the best deadlift in the world. Mm. I'm like, mm. in the fucking gym, he's great, and yeah, like exactly, all that stuff. Like, exactly. but when in the competition comes, it doesn't really. Yeah, because, like, once again, this is a bigger conversation for me. It's literally just like, oh, this person is the best powerlifter. I'm like, but, like, whenever it's time to compete and prove it, that person never proves it. Or, like, this person's the best squatter. It's like, well, I haven't seen that yet. Mm -hmm. Like, in the gym, that looks fantastic. That shit is great. But what are you bringing on meet day? Like, what's your meet day looking like? So, for me, it's it's a bigger conversation. Shout out to Jamar once again. (laughs) I don't want people to be like, Russell is coming at Jamar or whatever. It's literally just a bigger conversation because I always think it's very interesting. You've always valued that, though. Because I do remember when I – yeah, I think when I I deadlifted the record, Mm -hmm. I think you said just right off the bat, like, you know, so many times people – 
pull shit in the gym and you're like, I don't fucking care what they pull in the gym. Yeah, like yeah. everyone pulls something crazy in the gym or does mm-hmm. something crazy in the gym. Mm-hmm. And then like, that's when I got your respect was mm-hmm. pulling it on the platform. Yeah, and yeah. I think you even messaged me like that. Yeah, was you fucking, know, I, yeah, I like that was a hell of a yeah, lift. Yeah. I'm like, and then it was it was a funny thing like oh fuck Russ actually knew about me prior I'm like no, I no, didn't no. know about that because people would tag me your shit I'm like I'm like yeah I mean shit he's pulling a lot like you're you were someone to keep an eye on you're like okay that person's pulling a lot like mm-hmm. okay what does his meet day performance look like and then obviously you you did your shit so I was mm-hmm. like okay like this is now this is actually like viable and also if you're not the only person that thinks that way but you're the only person on a podcast who's saying it yeah you know what i'm saying because that's like because dude like i always talk about like the in this is why two white lights exist like the inside conversations that are had in powerlifting either in a person or on group chats we talk shit we talk shit and this i don't think this is shit talking but we do say stuff like this like all right like whenever meet day comes this person doesn't perform yeah and we uh, we say that stuff and this, but like people think that it's, everyone's like it's just a circle jerk of like you know people getting you know people patting each other on the back and you know getting yeah uh, just uh, and it is kind of like that. But okay, so per- it ain't really like that. Perfect example, right? Let's let's use some sports analogies. We got Ben Simmons and we have Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook is my favorite NBA basketball player, right? Uh-huh. If you watch him work out in the gym, he probably won't miss a fucking shot, yeah, a jump shot. But when he's on the court in mm-hmm. an actual live NBA game they sag off him, meaning they give him space to shoot the ball because they know damn well he cannot shoot, right? Yeah. Same thing with Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons literally is having an issue with his team because he can, he does not shoot the ball and he cannot shoot the ball. <laughs> I promise you, if you go to a workout where he's shooting, he's probably not missing. Yeah. He's probably I not wanna. missing. He's so fucking bad that I think he might. No, 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 no. Like I, I trust me. I keep up with sports. They're like, no, he doesn't miss. Like he, he has good workouts. He doesn't miss. It's just that he looks when he so gets, broken. <laughs> when he gets to an actual NBA game, like he just will not take the shot because he's so nervous. Like, yeah, and no, I, he has videos where he's like shooting and making threes and doing all this type of shit. But it's just he just can't do it whenever it it matters most yeah. and whenever he has to do it on oh, a no. live NBA court for sure. And that and that does happen in powerlifting. Yeah. But I, I do think the variables are just. This is the only reason why I'm saying it because so if we're going back into it, um, mm-hmm. going in the nationals this year, mm-hmm. so Jamar putting up crazy squat numbers, mm-hmm. and we had to do our preview and our preview. I'm like, you know, he's he's not going to hit what he's hitting in the gym. Like mm-hmm. you guys know this. I'm like, if you mm-hmm. guys don't think that, now you know. Mm-hmm. And I said that, and I because you kind of know, like you you know what the performance and he and he told me he's like, yeah, there's no fucking way I'm, I'm yeah. squatting <laughs> seventeen. He's like, what? <laughs> there's no fucking way I'm doing yeah, that. Yeah, my yeah. my goal is like in the seven hundred range. Yeah, yeah. So I knew this. They had the inside information. Um, other people like fans really don't mm-hmm. to an extent, but that's and it's like I think Russ is going to squat way more than him. Mm-hmm. Um, and that turned out to be true. And I think every I think most people were kind of anticipating that too that mm-hmm. you were gonna you were gonna um, squat considerably more, but the, the, I think the reason why it changes now is because he's at a different weight class now. Can he hit eight hundred? That's dude. Yeah, I don't. I like. No, I'm just crazy. if I was a betting man, there's like I'm not betting that. I'm not betting that he's hitting eight hundred. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, that's yeah. ridiculous. I don't. Mm. I, I maybe he would try, if he tries it. That's insane too. Mm. But. Like can't he 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 can be the best squatter in ninety three, which is insane. Mm-hmm. Then yeah, and I think he can get closer to that seven fifty because of how he does in the gym. Yeah, yeah and yeah. also he doesn't have like because I think too, um, there's certain lifters who you trust more to hit weight. Um, because yeah. like I use myself as an example, like I hit my gym numbers on the platform because mm-hmm. I don't cut at all. Like yeah. I don't have any cut. I don't have anything else to worry about aside from lifting weights. That's so wild. Yeah, I know. So it's like, so like it's it, but it's it, but it, it's always a, it's always a carryover because it's yeah. like I can't 
maximize my potential because like I I don't have a cut because I'm training at my body weight mm. and I don't have I don't have like that big body weight to really work with mm. and I still get out told by people I mm. get out told by Delaney Sean and you mm. so uh and, and like and it's still a battle with Deuce and Jamar yeah, yeah. so it's a fight there mm. but like that's the reason why I do well in the gym like mm. or well on the platforms because I don't. I just walk into the meet and compete. Like it's yeah. it's it, it's it's actually, in my opinion, an easier day for me. No, competing, for competing for me, competing for me. It's like fuck, the gym is harder. I'm like yeah. I don't have to do a goddamn back down set. Yeah, for like sure, those back down sure. sets are killing my ass. Yeah, yeah. I remember the one time I did compete. I was like a ninety three. I just woke up and I was like, wow, this is great. Yeah. I don't have to do anything. I just wake up. I can eat breakfast. I can do whatever the fuck I want. And go compete. So, so I think with Jamar, we could potentially see that, like you know, potential unlock of thing. I only asked a weight class because we're gonna do a show like who would benefit the most off of like twenty four hour weigh ins. Mm-hmm. Uh, using certain bars, like I think, I think certain lifters will like benefit. Like you would have come up too, like as mm. far as like an eighty. If you give Russ a twenty four hour weigh in, mm. then his totals like eight seventy. Like, yeah. <laughs> like I actually do. Th- like I think that if you give you a, a day to recomp, and you're a person mm. who knows how to recomp, yeah. and you have people in your corner who are good at it, mm. I think, um, like I think you would be the best lifter twenty four hour weigh ins, and then you know, but then if you throw them in ninety kilos. Then what happens as far as, like, yeah. who would be the best? Like, Jamar, I think if we go to, like, to a two-hour weigh-in, he beats me mm. because he has that more of the advantage within that rule set. Mm. Um, and I think a lot of lifters do. Like, mm. that's why I'm like, man, if we have 24 Are you talking about 90, uh, 90 No, uh, 82 oh, and a half. Because I think 82 and a half, like, because I, I still don't cut, but I don't – I the advantage comes in with yeah. the weight cut. So I actually think, like, shit, I don't want to compete 24-hour weigh-ins. You think he beats you in a, in a two-hour weigh-in? Oh, no. No, I mean, he doesn't. Oh, I thought you oh, said... Oh, no, 24 hour weigh-in. Oh, he beats okay, okay. 24 hour oh, okay. Wait. They said two hours. I was like, whoa, yeah. two hours? No, I mean, okay. I mean, already, I mean, we've... I mean, yeah, no, yeah, it yeah. hasn't happened. Uh, like, we've competed a few times, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I think, like, that would be interesting just as far as powerlifting goes, like, mm-hmm. to play with those different rules because I adva- I, I actually have an advantage on the two hour yeah. weigh-ins where people think I don't. Like, mm-hmm. no, I have a big one. Like, yeah, yeah, this, yeah. Is a, this is a thing, and I think if people were able to use that, I think we have different we have different rankings. Uh-huh. Like, it's, it's, a, it's a strange thing, like... It's uh, and it's. And I think it was a fun thing to do and just kind of bring up like mm. who would be the who would benefit the most. But a ninety kilo weight class would be interesting. Yeah, you know, it would be interesting. Like I think yeah. that it would be such a middle because you have the small ninety threes who are yeah. going to be beasts. You have the big eighty threes who are going to be beasts. Mm. So you get those mixing. Like who would be the best at that weight class? It's actually yeah. hard to tell. Well, now that you're now that we're having the conversation for real, now I'm like, okay, that's pretty interesting for yeah. sure. Um, but once again, shout out to Jamar, <laughs> shout out to Marcellus, shout out to all them boys out there, like. No, no, I don't want none of them coming at my head saying I'm talking shit or anything like that. It's literally just a conversation, um, <laughs> and it was broader than Jamar. Jamar just brought up the conversation. Yeah, so, okay. yeah, and he's. I think he's right now the. I mean, you, you get that though. Like you get waves of like who yeah. is, who are you looking at to compete next? He's mm-hmm. one of those guys, like because mm-hmm. he has he has yeah, and he has a pro invite yeah to, to compete at too. So it's like he gets a pro invite. He gets to do – you don't need to cut for that meet. Like, yeah. you can be whatever weight you want. It's mm-hmm. all about best overall lifter. Yeah. So he has that advantage to him, you know, He's and he's moving the best numbers right now. Like, mm-hmm. all of us are just kind of in our training, like, kind of in our pocket. He's the guy who's really into the prep and killing it with some big singles. Mm-hmm. So – and it happens in powerlifting. Yeah, yeah. It, ha- it happens a lot. Like, you get the spotlight put on you from other yeah. people, and it's like – it's just something you kind of have to deal with. Yeah. Now his squats his, his squats have been going crazy. Yeah, I, I love watching him, like, just kill it in the gym. So, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Uh, is there, is, so then, is there anyone else as far as, like, competition goes that you're, like, 
that I, I, I can maybe hope, hopefully takes that transition to the powerlifting America so you can compete against them still or. Uh, I would love all the, I mean, now that you just told me you're not going to go there anymore, I'm just like, yeah. well, yeah, yeah it kind of sucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, nah, I think I've kind of graduated from, no, I haven't. I'm, I'm lying. <laughs> yeah. I if, say, I, if I just, if I start talking shit, like, yeah, yeah if I just start talking shit, you'd be like, what the fuck? And oh, then, no, no, we'll, and then sure, we'll go into, sure. we'll go into this back room and start like lifting <laughs> and, and I'll, I'll, hey, you know what, man? Training with you is fun. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you do that. And it's actually fucking fun to I'm do. I'm very, yeah. People that don't. Okay. So like. I'm I'm chill right now, but when I'm in the gym and I'm like really like You're locked hyped. in, I'm I'm very I, I could be very loud, I could be somewhat annoying, and I talk shit. Like I, I'll talk about the other competitors. Yeah, like, if I'm bringing you up in discussion, that's good. Like that means that I'm like thinking about you in terms of like, okay, this person's a threat. So like, I mean, shout out to Sean. Like I'll talk shit about Sean. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sure he does the same thing in his own personal gym, and I know like people that probably lives with him know too. But I like I don't take that personal because that's just competition. Yeah, um, I've mentioned you a couple times in in like my little gym rants. Um, like I have like these rants where I'm like I'm like oh these motherfuckers think they got it. I'm like 14 don't think he go pull 771. That motherfucker think he nice. Blah, blah blah like all that type of shit. So I mean like yeah I'm 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 very verbal in the gym. Yeah, um, I like it. It's actually fun. It's fun to you because you don't really see it that often. Yeah. Um, and I'll tell Duhan, like, uh, Duhan, my camera guy that films, like, all my YouTube stuff and, and Instagram stuff, I'll be like, do not film. Like, cut that out. Or, like, like make sure that it's not recording because, like, what well, I said was, like, wild. <laughs> well, oh, I mean, but at the same time, you just said on a podcast. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's like, it's like, it's. No, right. but, like, actually, like, when I'm in the throes of saying what I'm saying, I say some pretty wild stuff. But it's, like, it all comes from, like, no, it's competing. Yeah. No, I, I, I get it. I get it. I guess, yeah. uh, no, I think a lot, uh, again, this is Candido, one of those Candido was catching a shit ton of shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, Candido, cause Candido got fucking buried yeah. for that. He actually took, he. it was actually almost like beneficial to Sean because I think people are like, mm. all right, let's turn all of our attention to Candido now because yeah, yeah, it's yeah. actually oh, good sure. too because yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like, it's it's a media guy. It's a, it's a at this point, a, um, a media pundit, if you will. Yeah. So yeah. like he has sway, he has his opinions and it's almost like, you know, Skip Bayless getting shit over his takes as <laughs> opposed Bayless. to like the actual guy getting yeah, shit yeah. over the takes. Like, yeah, you like, yeah, yeah. or the actual guy not performing very well. That's, I think that's what we, that's what we need more of. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. like King of Lifts too. Like, all those guys are not lifters. Yeah, yeah. You know, or like they're kind of <laughs> lifters, they're in the Masters kind of mm-hmm. realm and they're coaches. So, like, they can have the media part and they can mm. kind of deflect the attention from the lifter not performing well onto them for their takes, either saying yeah. they were going to do really well, beat this lifter mm. or lose. And it's like, okay, now you got, now you have a person to kind of like take that shit talk to, as opposed to the lifter being like, I didn't say shit. Like, yeah, I, was, yeah. I was here minding my own business saying yeah. I was and then like, everyone just, uh, had this, uh, this idea that I was talking shit about said lifter. I'm like, no, I was just yeah. sitting here. So it's like, it's good if we get those media shout guys out, like in there. Yeah, shout out to Candida. I need a, um, yeah, I need a, <laughs> no, because we had, we had our little, um, I mean, we didn't have it. He had it. Um, no, I had it. I think what, I think what he was doing was, uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll have that talk privately. It was, yeah, I think we talked about it. Until, it was kind of just, I didn't expect it. It was, yeah, it was, it was, it was kind of out of nowhere. It was out of nowhere. I mean, I, for me, like, and it wasn't, ter- again, it wasn't terribly like Russ sucks. He did say Sean will beat Russ, but he wasn't like Russ is just not a good power lifter. He didn't say that, but that's, that's, but the way he, yeah, so, yeah but no, the, the, I think if he just says 
because I, I, I guess we're having the same conversation. It was a profile picture. It was bro, like that yes, is a move. That like is, that was a move. Like that is like I thought. I thought someone hacked his account, bro. That is like on some like I'm trying to embarrass you type <laughs> of like I'm trying to sun you, and I don't know. I don't. I seriously right? don't know how people cannot see that. You know, well, yeah. Well, so I'm, if, I'm thinking. I'm thinking the circumstances. If he gets on a story and being like, I think. Sean yeah, will beat Russ and would, says I the words. Promise you, it's I would not, not care. <laughs> I would not care. Or, or just like a simple IG story post, like, like Sean is going to beat Russ. I don't care, but yeah. that's your, that's your. I mean, obviously, <laughs> I think you're wrong, and I like that's your opinion. But to make that your IG <laughs> profile picture for for like for the last four weeks of prep, bro, that is pretty wild. Mm-hmm. And I took that person. I don't see how other people didn't take that or wouldn't. Well, no, you would like. I I agree. You would have to take it personally. Yeah. Uh, and I feel like if, if if people don't understand if that people, was happening people to take them, sound bites though like that yeah. was the thing it was on King of Lips and people took a sound bite of you yeah uh, saying you were what was it what was the exact word I said like, I was pissed uh, off or pissed off or uh, it was, it was so it, people were using like this particular quote and I do see people I know like mm-hmm. imagine being this upset about, about <laughs> that and I'm like <laughs> dude I'm like it, no you can it's bullshit it, it's bullshit when people say that because yeah, yeah. one it hasn't happened to them yeah and it. When it does happen, it's like, all right, like fucking, like. So I'll, I'll give you. So um, Nico Flores, okay, Nico Flores said he was gonna outtotal me, or said uh, we had a bet. Like if mm-hmm. I, he outtotals me, he's gonna beat me in anime. Yeah, or I have to fucking watch anime or yeah, some yeah, shit. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, that's that's fun, that's cool. Yeah, but then he did my my fucking talk clap and training, mm-hmm. and he did like he did a little shimmy that I did a few times, uh-huh. and the way he did it, yeah, yeah, I was like okay with it. Yeah, yeah. I was okay with like, oh, it's a funny. Me and him are friends, you know. Mm-hmm. We're boys. It's a fun little bet. Mm-hmm. When he did that, I got pissed for some reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, exactly. I'm like, what like, the fuck? And then at that point, I'm like, all right, well, if you fuck up, yeah, I'm like, it's, I'm like, you're gonna never hear the end of it. Exactly. And he hasn't heard the end of it because yeah. I still and people say like, oh, this is kind of a low blow because right after, right after the meet, I squatted the weight he missed mm-hmm. um, at. Uh, Frat Nats mm-hmm. uh, at like an RP six, yeah, yeah, and I'm like, I, I and I said, I take solace in knowing that I don't have to watch anime for at least another year. Yeah, what? so I, I said that, and people are like, yo, low blow. I'm like, no. yo, I'm like, and I, I got them like this exact video. Yeah, I, I'm like, here's what I was doing. I was sitting on my couch, minding mm-hmm. my own business, and he made the video and tagged me, and I'm like, I don't know why, but I got a little bit of anger when yeah. he did that, and now like when he, you know. Complete when he out when he didn't total as close to me. I'm like, yeah, I and I've never been one for that. Yeah, but you can't help it. Like, yeah, it, and if you do it, like you can't help it. And if it happens again, yeah, like you can't help it. If someone, there's one thing of like shutting lifters down as an Atwood kind of move, which I really respect. What do you mean, like shutting lifters down? Like, so he did he, when he told me on uh, two white lights is he just didn't give Pug any attention. Oh, and it okay. was such a baller thing because he was yeah. like, "You're not good enough to have my attention." Yeah, yeah. yeah and I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. "Fuck, I don't know if I'm that good guy. I can say that because <laughs> how like the res- the restraint yeah. is is something admirable mm-hmm. to to mm-hmm. not get pissed off about that. It's like that's mm-hmm. I'm like that's fuck. That's probably why you're there. Yeah, you know, like because no, sure. I was like that's a hard because he- if someone did that, I'll be like. All right, I'm going to try to have the funnier insult. Yeah, so I remember when that situation was happening, Pug was, I mean, uh, Taylor was giving Pug attention originally. Yeah. And I'm like. And they were cool. That was the thing. They were cool initially. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. And then, like, he's, I'm like, I'm like, Taylor, 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 Taylor. I, like, I'm I'm watching from far. I'm like, Taylor, you, you don't even have to respond to this kid. Just mm-hmm. make him, like, shout out to Pug, too. Um, but during that time, I'm like, bro, you don't even have to respond to this kid, like. You're you're so far ahead of him, like it doesn't even matter. So if you don't respond, it makes you look so player. Like when you're just like, 
Yeah. Like who like who is this guy again? Like, yeah. You know when he's when like, he said it to me, I got like a chill. I'm like, oh yeah. wow. I'm like, that was <sighs> Yeah. I'm like, I can't do that. I yeah. don't have that I don't I don't have that willpower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like whenever Candida was I mean, he did his thing. I didn't really I, I just kind of left it alone, and then after, I like, <laughs> I have my memes ready. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, but, um, yeah, I, I need to, just going back to that, I need to, um, I'm trying to be a better human being this year. Like, I'm trying not to, like, I'm trying to be less petty, so I definitely want to sit down and talk to him and just kind of, like, you know. Yeah, I think you will. I mean, he's he's a good sport about everything. He put the Rust 1 thing on yeah, his thing, and that was he a good did. move. That it made was me sad. mad. It made me mad that he did that, because he took, like, I'm like, no, like, keep it up there, like. <laughs> Yeah, eventually you have to take it down, but because yeah, yeah. that'll just be bold. Oh, yeah, that should have been the thing. No, no, I got you know, mad that he took down the Sean was going to be. I'm like, no, keep oh, it up there. Keep so that I can, one up. Yeah, so I could still be mad. Like, well, that should have been. Maybe you should have put that in. Like, if I beat Sean, you have to put Russ one for a calendar year. Yeah, but we like weren't... an entire calendar year, and it's like <laughs> at a point that becomes bad for his business. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like your what is profile this? picture just Russ one. Like, what does yeah. that mean? And then it's like in November, you're like, okay, why is it still up? Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> this is yeah. crazy. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll 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 message him. He's like one of the people I need to like talk to. Yeah, not like in a bad way, but just kind of like clear things. Up. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. I and I I think yeah, and I even talked to him at nationals. He's he's definitely a good sport about it. What happened? Because yeah. yeah. he did the first thing he said to he me. Reached, he's like the first thing he said to me is like, man, I did not expect to not compete at nationals and take the biggest L out yeah. of everyone here. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that's something. I'm like, that's yeah. actually a hard thing to do. You took the attention off a lot of lifters and mm. just put it directly onto you, which is. Yeah cool i guess i'm like that's 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 admirable in a way um i i but i think like if someone does do that again like you would have to you would you would still get that same kind of yeah like i I can't i can't imagine anything i take otherwise i I take a little i take everything i took the whole um jamar's the best i don't i don't think i'm i don't know but whenever people started calling jamar the best pound for pound squad i just took it personal i was like Mm -hmm. fuck that i'm the i'm the best squad yeah but it, it doesn't even have to be true it's just like when I feel threatened, I just take it personal. And yeah. I'm like, okay, I'm going to feel this for training, you know? Yeah. So Yeah, that makes sense. It doesn't take much for me, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I I used to think it wouldn't for me, but it does. Mm. Like, it actually doesn't take much to do that. It's, yeah. You never know until you know. Yeah. Like, until it actually happens for, to you. For example, you know what's so funny? I was going to – I was deadlifting yesterday, and I was like, I want the biggest deadlift in, like, in my weight class. And I knew, like – I'm like, there's no way Angela would not see that and be like, nah, fuck that. Like, well – Here's the thing, though. It, it depends. It depends on the mm-hmm. person because it's like you already have a bigger. Like, this is this is just my philosophy on things. When I tell people I don't care about single lift records, I don't at this point because I had okay. a single lift record. I had yeah. the all time world record too, by a considerable mm-hmm. margin. Mm-hmm. Immediately, I was like, "Fucking, I'm I'm still like six. Yeah, yeah. you know, in the uh, weight class. Okay, you know okay. what I mean? So yeah, it's yeah. like my total. And that one, you you can't help to know that you don't yeah. like. If I know this, I know it. And if it's affecting me, mm. then that's that's the reality of it. Like, so basically, you let go of that identity of being like the deadlift guy. Yeah, like I, it's it's not even if I think it's still the like you can't shake an identity like that's yeah, yeah. Well, but gonna, you personally, yeah. Like, it's like I mean, I don't. It's almost like you, Jamal too. Like Jamal was known as a deadlift guy. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's kind of hard not to. Yeah, you're always going to be known for that. Your deadlift is so big, but at the same time, like personal wise, it's like, bro, like I'm, I'm more than just that. Like my total is like, like fucking good. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, exactly. I think someone did that. Uh, King of lifts once. So you mm-hmm. pulled seven fifty. Mm-hmm. Um, I fifty seven forty four. You missed it on grip. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you missed it on grip. We all saw it. But uh, so somebody put it on King of lifts of like uh, Angela shaking. I'm like, the motherfucker nah, beats nah. me by sixty. K- no, I'm, no. But the thing, but the thing was like. I don't know if you're going to pull this in comp. I won't. But but here's the thing. I don't. I didn't know that. 
I was yeah. under the impression, like, fuck, he did in the gym. Yeah, I would have to think that maybe he is somewhere close. But no. the thing that I thought of was more so, I don't fucking care if he even does pull more than me. The dude beats me by 50 kilos. Like, mm. that's what I – I'm not shaking because that's – it's not a yeah, thing. when yeah. someone's that much better than you in the entire nah. sport. It's like it will be so it will be it will be crazy. I think it will have to go with every sport, right? Mm. Like the records that they have, and then like man, I got more. I like I I got more scrimmage yards than you, or yeah. I got. It's like I I, I have be- a better all purpose yards. Like yeah, they yeah. would be a little competitive in that sense. Like yeah, but I'm a better fucking running back than you. Yeah. You know that shit. Yeah, yeah. Like I won the Super Bowl this year. I won the MVP. Yeah. Like. Cause I'm, okay, thinking, I'm better than like I'm, I'm better than you. Yeah, I'm thinking the other way. I'm like I'm like nah, he, I, he ain't got nothing to shake about. Like I know I ain't pulling this on the like on on me mm-hmm. day or anything like that. And then like your your best day is like far beyond like my best day on deadlift mm-hmm. right now. So. Yeah, and that was the thing. Like if you said that, you know, if you went publicly and did anything, like yeah, I would feel some type of way about mm-hmm. it. Um, nor you guys on that a few times. And we're good friends, but it's like mm-hmm. all right, like you think you're gonna deadlift more than me? Like, yeah, yeah, all right, like I, I you do take you do take. I'm like I. I I am gonna take a. Personal. Oh my god! There is something he posted like during Ron Astro's prep. Shout out to, shout out to him too. He said like I'm gonna I'm gonna be the last on the flight. Yeah, I'm gonna I be the like, last in the flight. I, sat there, I remember I like, that. He said on two white lights too. I mean, to me, he said on two white lights. He's like he's like don't he's like don't make me. He's like don't let me out pull you. Bro, so I, was I was like, like oh okay. Like, I'm like he's gonna pull he's gonna out pull me. That I'm like and that was the time where I was yeah. a fucking absolute jabroni. I was on the outside. <laughs> like and that's another thing about the deadlift though. Mm-hmm. Like me, you and I had the biggest deadlift of 2019. Mm-hmm. You were first and I was 12th. Yeah, that's how much a sing- <laughs> that's how much of a single lift means to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's the thing. I like the people tag me and other shit that lifters do, mm-hmm. and I look at their totals. And I'm like, this motherfucker squats 435. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, please, yeah. he can have a bigger deadlift all he wants if that's what he's focusing on. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, like, yeah. this this is a sport about, this is powerlifting, not deadlifting. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's, exactly. it's a third of the sport. Yeah. It's just a little different in this sport. You know, mm-hmm. like, when, when you see, that's why I always value totals and placing way more than single lifts. Yeah. And, and people, people are surprised when I say that. And it's like, when, I had one, and I wasn't the best in the world in my weight class. Mm. That's how you should think. Yeah, yeah. Like, I I don't want to dictate how people think, but that's how it should be. Don't be a deadlift specialist. Don't yeah, yeah. go in this fucking sport trying to get be good at one-third of it. Mm. Go in the sport and be good at all, all yeah. of it. Be yeah. Try to be the best as possible. Try to break into the top five. Try to break yeah. into the top three. Don't fucking sandbag your squats and bench presses yeah, yeah. like horribly i could understand like i've seen leaving that. a little in the tank mm-hmm. but don't say just for that single lift shit i've seen like, that, come yeah. on like unless it's a th- unless you're jamal yeah, yeah, yeah if you yeah. want to pull a, th- a k but then it's like a, it's a k but the thing about jamal's shit too is that his delve is so big it puts him in placings like yeah it, it puts him to a point to where like i could fucking win off my my uh deadlift yeah you know, it, so. yeah well yeah he would be in uh, i would i would say there's only one circumstance and that's the the thousand pound pull yeah, yeah, like the thousand pound pull. It's like yeah, sandbag or squats yeah. maybe, and um, and and pull pull a K. Yeah, like pull, <laughs> pulling pulling a thousand. We talked about it on the like that would be probably better than winning winning fifty thousand dollars, being the first person to pull a thousand. Shit, 50, think thou? about it. Fifty thousand. But how, think about how it. So Ray Williams pretty much created that identity of being the first person to squat a thousand raw. Yeah, people still think about that. Yeah. Like winning, I think eventually with the publicity and the what's getting around you, it's going to be worth more than fifty thousand. Sponsorships, getting if, evolved. If, if you could, if you could flip it, yeah, yeah. If you I can agree. use it to your, and I think Jamal can. That's yeah, the thing. Yeah, like, yeah, if you take Jamal pulling a thousand and the look of it and being that 
that footage of mm. him being the first person to do it in powerlifting yeah. um, in a full power meet. Yeah, because there's some people you could you could they could do everything in the world and they just don't have that um, that innate business sense or just like they can't capitalize on something that they're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the, but that's the thing that Ray Williams like really have a business sense. He just seemed to he that he immortalized himself by doing that. Yeah, and it was it was on <laughs> it was a perfect camera angle. Got mm. on Sports Center's top ten plays. Yeah. Uh, he was you know bounced around. I still see clips of that. Yeah, yeah. I still look and like it was just bouncing around a thousand pound deadlift. It, and with no straps and a powerlifting meet, the only thing I think would happen is like the sumo thing would come to to, to yeah. come. But even that, still, it's like still we have the powerlifting. We yeah. have the powerlifting person getting into that mainstream. Mm. I think in time, yeah. an investment with that, he would get more than you know. I I, I, would, I would I like. I would be interesting to ask him. You would be interesting to ask him. Be like. So you're getting a fifty thousand if you if you win this meet you get fifty thousand dollars, but if you pull a K, like what would you rather do? Pull a K or win fifty thousand dollars at this meet? I wonder what he would say. Yeah, I think Jamal would say fifty thousand. Really? All right. <laughs> yeah, I, think so. I don't know. I, I would actually that would be the case where I'd be like, I would rather pull a K. Yeah. And then try to see if I could use I could use that leverage. So so the the question you would ask him is like, would you pull a thousand pounds in front and then like get shared like across the world, like mm-hmm. sports center, all these type of things? Oh yeah, like, not just yeah, not just pulling a K like in the gym or something. Yeah, 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 like yeah, yeah, you gotta yeah. do it, like you gotta do it. In a, big in, a grand, yeah, in a grandiose like yeah. type of fashion, you got to do it at then, the Arnold or some shit, like yeah. whatever they what meet they. Have. I mean, they don't have the, the U.S. You know, they, that's the thing that the untested doesn't have. The president at the Arnold that the USAPL has, yeah, yeah. Because Ray Williams squatting a thousand at the Arnold, it's just a better view, yeah, and like course. you can get on that stage uh, too. Um, but if it was like a Grand Prix stage, like at the Arnold, Ooh, at the man. Arnold, yeah, yeah then yeah. I think then I think it's worth then I think it's worth fifty thousand. Man, that's another that stage. look too, man. I, yeah, camera, that's another that's another thing I wish I could compete in. Um, the Grand Prix. That's so cool. Yeah, that's one thing because I was talking about the Arnold earlier. Mm. If if I get invited to do that, I'd be like, fuck, do it, do it. I gotta do it. Like, I, it. I I think I have to pull the trigger on you, that one. If I get to... invited, but the thing is, like, <laughs> I don't know when. It has to be during the calendar year. I don't know when they'll send those out, mm. for, especially because everything's fucked up now with COVID. Yeah. <laughs> it's like fuck. I wish I, could. I. I would probably pull out of the Pro Invitational. Yeah, bro, I would I, probably I, just do the Grand Prix. I'm not going to lie to you, just do the Grand Prix. I was like, like yeah, but I, like you had, but then it's like, if I'm not invited, <laughs> it's yeah. like, well, I just, I thought it was much better power thing than I was. All right. Sorry. Yeah, if you have a choice, I would definitely. <laughs> yeah. Do that's, no, that's, I'm like, I can't pass it. Cause I just, remember, I remember when I was at the Arnold the first time I looked up, it was a Grand Prix. I'm like, holy fuck. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Who says powerlifting is big? Yeah. This is big, man. And just like the, just thinking, just the pictures alone. Like, yeah. For IG, man, that yeah. shit is crazy. Just do the little thing and, and yeah. like. Yeah, like a sea of people watching you. Oh, man. oh yeah, yeah. I just dope. thought about that. Yeah, that'll be. Well, I'll have to get someone like do it from the yeah, back. Yeah, do it, do it from the back and don't cut out. Hey yo, <laughs> do it from the back. <laughs> Pause. All right. So, all right, man. We've been talking for an hour. Yeah. How's running the gym? It's uh, it's I'm awesome. Like a, so by, by by the way, I don't think I've told you to like. It's it's a fucking amazing atmosphere at this gym. I love Thank training you, here. I, I try to come here every Saturday yeah. just so I get. Two guaranteed spotters. Yeah, man, it's it's fucking great. Yeah, kid. appreciate it, man. I mean, I can't I can't sit here and say I do anything. To be honest with you, like shout out to Gia. Um, Gia is the the GM. She literally takes care of everything. So I'm literally just another lifter that comes here. I I just so happen to own the gym, but mm-hmm. she takes care of everything, and it's very surreal. Like I'm in here every single day, and I'm literally just like a little kid taking video as if I'm like visiting a gym. It's mm-hmm. very um, it's like a it's like a dream come true. But like I said, I don't. I don't do shit like, and I say that in the most thankful way for Gia, 
Um, she takes care of everything, and mm-hmm. I don't have to do anything. Yeah, the staff here is awesome too. Yeah. That's that's the one thing I noticed. I'm like, fuck, he did a really good job of hiring the right people because that she does... did a good job. Uh, I, I was in the I was in the secondary. Oh, that's so that yeah, so I was okay. in the secondary interviews just to see like who's on the team and like yeah yeah. Okay. Then Tia killed it with that because I was she like, literally does it's a, so much because I see it so many times with powerlifting teams who like mm-hmm. get employees and yeah. a lot of them just opt not to. Mm-hmm. It's like it always it, it ends bad. Like for those who don't know, like. Mm-hmm. Powerlifting gyms, I've been in quite a few of them. So shitty. It could be so shitty with the business. Very and, like, shitty. not even the person running it, they just put the wrong person, and then, like, it ends up, like, just being a really bad situation between everyone. Yeah. At this, I when I looked, I'm like, oh, it's like, you know when you kind of, you, you, you think of things, and you're like, this is exactly, like, how I would envision someone would run a gym. Yeah. With employees <laughs> and people doing different things to, you know, elevate the growth. That didn't work at. When I was on yeah, a Warcat yeah. in San Jose, yeah, Warcat is like that's the like he's got. I'm like, uh, you know, the people who run that gym, like they put everything in the right place, yeah, and it's just it's it, it, it does add to it. So yeah. when I was here the first, I'm like, oh yeah, that like, was fucking yeah, genius. That was uh, that was one of our main goals is just making sure we have like some type of structure or not even some type. We have like a very very good structure so like our members see that because um, we, I mean. We're all powerlifters. People are listening, most likely powerlifters. Mm-hmm. Um, powerlifting gyms can be very shitty. Yeah. Um, they don't even have, like, it's the norm for most gyms to not even have employees. Oh, yeah. Like, it's just like you have the owner, and it's like, oh, check-in sheet, and then go in. Yeah. Um, definitely did not want that for my gym. Yeah. Wanted to make sure that we had people, like, on deck and greeting people. Every time I leave the gym, I literally say, I, I shake everyone's hand and say bye, or I say something like, have a good workout, whatever. I literally just go from person to person. And make sure I head on out, and then like the the gym staff tries to do the same thing. Yeah, and that's uh that's at search new levels. He doesn't have an employee working there, but yeah. the crazy thing is like search is always there. Yeah, yeah and yeah. that's like the crazy. That's, See, that is the thing that's crazy about yeah. it is like he's always there, and it's like okay, I guess he really don't need an employee when mm-hmm. it's always and you know who runs the gym. Yeah. Like and other gyms, like you don't really see that as much, but. Yeah, uh, yeah, training here, the atmosphere, the people who are just who come to the gym. Mm. It's awesome, man. You really killed it with that. And uh, I think a lot of people are anticipating or uh, was really curious, like, how is this going to turn out? I think um, it's turned out about as good as you can can, can get. Like, yeah. fucking, and when I was training here, like, uh, two weeks ago, there was, like, four, four or five kids from North Carolina. Oh just, shit! Just out yeah. here to like fucking train. Yeah, that's and, another, and that's, yeah, that's it was crazy. I'm like, crazy. I'm like, so I'm like, what do you I'm like? We on fall break right now. I'm like, so what are you guys doing? It's like, why'd you come out to Houston? It's like, well, you know, it's a good city, but mainly like this and shit. Like to yeah. train here, I'm like, holy fuck. Yeah, it's that's uh, <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, that'll never get old. Um, there's people that have come already from like all over the world, like literally the world. Like we mm-hmm. had, we had some people here from France. Like, um, we've had people from Tokyo. We've had people. I think like the UK. It's just it's it's very humbling. When it, sure. when you first opened, I remember like the week that I was here, because mm. uh, it was it was like it was crazy. I think I moved here a week after you opened, or like two yeah, weeks after you like mo- opened. So it was kind of crazy. And like when I, it was like a revolving door of like mm. powerlifters not from Houston. Oh yeah, and I know sure. that. I'm like I yeah, know yeah. they're not from here. Like, yeah, like the the second week I was here, it's like Perk, Jamal, and I'm like it's, how the fuck like like yeah. I I went from seeing these guys never. Yeah. Like, Jamal, I've seen once in my life. It was at mm-hmm. the Arnold. Um, and then another meet I commentated for, but I really didn't, like, you know, fucking mm-hmm. see him, per se. But, yeah. uh, like, Perk, same thing. Nationals. Yeah. Arnold. Yeah. Only time I saw him. And it's like, how am I seeing, how am I running into you guys at a gym now? Yeah. Like that, and it's like, well, if you go to this gym, like, you are, you are making the trip just simply to go to this gym. And, you know, and also you put in a great area because Houston's a fucking dope city. Yeah, Houston's pretty dope. Um, 
But yeah, that's the main goal of the gym. I just want all the cool powerlifters to come down and like live in Houston and realize <laughs> that Houston's a dope city, and then we could create probably the, one of the bigger powerlifting communities uh, in the nation. So that'd be, that'd be yeah. That's well, like that was goal. that was a big thing for. I mean, it's funny because as you say that, like. Mm-hmm. I'm able to do an in-person interview with all my equipment yeah, yeah. with you, and it's because I live in Houston. Yeah, yeah. Like, this might be one of the – I don't know if Houston like, – I don't know if the fucking – I don't know who the mayor of Houston is, but I don't know if the mayor of Houston's listening right now. Yeah. Like, shit, like, we're getting – somehow, we're just – we're trying to get all these lifters to come out to Houston yeah. and live here. <laughs> I think it will happen. Honestly, like, I shit you not, I think it will happen in the next coming years. Like, I know a lot of people – I mean, Jamal uh, – yeah, Jamal's moving to Houston. He said it before. <laughs> he's moving, you just don't want to break any news. Yeah, I don't here. want to break any news, but he's 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 moving to Houston pretty soon, and I just feel like a lot of people are kind of on their way here. Yeah, I I've seen that too, and it's like it was the most because I didn't plan to move here just for that. Mm-hmm. Like you know, my girlfriend moved out here, and it's like okay, if I'm going to live with my girlfriend, I got to move out here too. But I was thinking like, holy fuck, mm-hmm. I live in Houston. It's like I'm 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 by everything. You yeah, know yeah. what I mean? It's like yeah. only and if if I want to go to San Antonio, it's only a two three hour drive. Yeah. If I want to go to Dallas, it's a five hour drive. Like I could even fly there. Yeah, like uh, to Fort Worth and and about you know forty eight minutes. Like. Yeah. So when you think about it, as far as just powerlifting goes, like this is a place to be. Oh, for and sure. And then as it's happening, like you know, two white lights has grown, or two white lights really has benefited from it because it's like we invest in the equipment because mm-hmm. like we have to invest in this equipment because now we actually could do in person interviews. Yeah, like in Illinois, can do that, mm-hmm. and, it, and it's a solid powerlifting community. But it's yeah. just there's not people there who. Yeah, like there's not a wide variety of people we can yeah, have yeah. an in-person interview with. So I would say that Texas and California definitely have the bigger uh, powerlifting communities. Yeah, California. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I, but I think if you're gonna like condense it into one spot, mm. I think it's right now it's Houston. Yeah, Houston because Houston, Houston and yeah. San Antonio. Yeah, Houston, San Antonio, and then like a little bit of Austin as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, with Dallas the too. yeah with the game day, uh, with by I think by the time this uh, episode airs, the game day. Barbell will be open, and I know that's highly anticipated, and I think that is going to grow the powerlifting community in Austin mm. um, to a point where it's very similar to, to Houston. So mm. I'm excited to see it. Um, you know what? I got to get to training. You got to get to training. Know, right? We got a gym right outside that <laughs> we can get to train at. So thank you yeah. for allowing me to do this at Corrupted Strength, one sure. of our very few on-site interviews. We're going to do more of that, and hopefully, hopefully it could be here again someday. Yeah, yeah. For sure, for sure. All right, we'll see you guys next week. Peace. All right, peace.